0: Hey there, retail leaders. It's Steve Worthy. Before we jump into our episode that I know you are going to enjoy, I've got a little something that I think you'll like, you know how we always talk shop and we share insights here, right? Well, I put together this newsletter. It's called Worthy Retail News. Here's what it does. It allows us to continue our candid dialogue. It's another way for us to provide straight talk, conversations and stories, and even some more behind the scenes perspectives from top professionals in the retail industry. Just click the link in the show notes to subscribe, or better yet, you can go to worthyretailnews.com. It's just that easy, worthyretailnews.com. Trust me, it's worth a look. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Okay, so I'm at a John Maxwell conference and he tells a story about a guy in the audience, when he's on a break from the conference, right? Because typically when you do all these conferences, you know, there's a typical break that happens. This was, gosh, early 2000s when I lived in Atlanta for the first time. And I remember him telling the story. So the guy comes up to John and he says, hey, you know what, John? I want to do what you do. And John, not so much in a sarcastic tone, he just says to the gentleman, hey, um, of course you do. I mean who who does, who wouldn't want to do what I do? You know, I sit here on a stool, I drink Dr Pepper and I talk about leadership. He said but the real question is is that do you want to do what I did to do what I do? Do you want to do what I did to do what I do? In essence, are you willing to sacrifice to do what you really want to do. Are you willing to sacrifice hours, time, your reputation, uh, things that you may want right now for the long-term benefits of doing what I do? I got to tell you, we have covered 17 different laws thus far. This is law 18. And if I got to tell you, All of them were great. All of them are important, but this one right here is probably the most important one, and it is the law of sacrifice, the law of sacrifice. As a leader, you have to be willing to give up in order to go up. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Retail Leadership, hosted by Steve Worthy. We understand that retail is a fast-paced industry and that a leader's decision will impact everyone, every day, all over the world. Listen, it's time for you to stop being the leader others think you should be, and time for you to become the leader you have always wanted to be. Are you ready? Let's go. So one of the things that I often say is that leadership is about two things. Two things. There are two reasons why people are in leadership. And it is either for the reward or the responsibility. As a young leader, I didn't want the responsibility nor did I want the reward. I didn't want any parts of leadership. I ran away from leadership at a very young age. I was I would do just enough to be out of the leadership roles and people would spot different aspects in me to move me into these leadership roles. And one of the things that I did and I learned at an early age was that there were two things I could either be rewarded for doing an amazing job as a, as a, as a leader. But before that I had to be responsible for the people the process and the outcome. And so a lot of times people will disqualify themselves because they are looking so much towards the reward and not the actual responsibility associated with leaders, with being a leader, excuse me. So let's talk about the law of sacrifice. Sacrifice. What, what is, what does that mean? Right. (laughs) You know, In my eyes, in my perspective, a long time, a lot of times, I get the I get the um, perspective of you know a son from a biblical standpoint being sacrificed. The dad is about to sacrifice his son, and the Lord stops him, and and the Lord says, "Hey, you know what? You are willing. You are willing to give up that and that which you've." that which you loves the most and he actually provides a another sacrifice for me those are the that's something that comes to mind for other people it may come to mind the sacrificing of your time to actually be and connect with your team some of it may mean sacrificing um a initial position in order to actually get get to the next one so these are things that Typically, people will think about when you start to think about sacrifice, and that's understandably so, because sacrifice is giving up of something, especially for the sake of someone else. So please get that. Giving up of something, especially for the sake of someone else. It is not about you. You are giving something up. That is very and very valuable to you. It is something that, gosh, when you, when you give it away, um, it is going to hurt. When you give it away, it is going to maybe be painful and you're going to pause and you're like, man, I wish I didn't do that. But here's the benefit is that it is for someone else. The sacrifice that you make. Is going to be for someone else. How many of us are, are out here as parents? We know that we are. We will be willing to do whatever it is that we need to do. To sacrifice our time, to work hard. You know, forego those golf trips, forego spending money on something in order to make sure that we can provide for our family. In order to make sure that we can provide for their college education. All these things, we're willing to sacrifice, you know, buying those things that we would really love to have because we, are, we want to give them to something. We want to give something to someone else. And so when we start to think about this law of sacrifice, you have to be willing to give something up. And I don't know what those things are. Here's why I say that. Um, because for every person, it's, it's different. And then for every person that gives up something, there is a different level of value associated with it. And so that's why I say give up something. And, I, and I'm lacking a little specificity because my tolerance for giving up something is completely different than your tolerance for giving up something. And so you have to be cognizant of that aspect of who you are and also those around you. Often, we start to look at the sacrifices of other people in their in their rise or their leadership journey, and we're like, "Dude, I can't do that i, I can't I'm not going to be able to 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 live like that and that's understandable because guess what their tolerance level is different than your tolerance level, and that's okay, but you have to understand what is that thing or what are those things that you are willing to sacrifice in order to make one yourself better and then two to make your your team better. Because if you're not willing to do that, guess what? You are gonna be stuck right where you are. So before I give in get into some of the things you have to sacrifice, I wanted I have a couple of phrases um that I want to you know, say something I wanna I wanna give you and then I'm gonna talk a little bit about them. So we're gonna do that real quick before we get into some of those things that you actually have to sacrifice, which are super important by the way. But here's the one thing as a retail leader you have to understand. The larger the organization, the more people there are, correct? So we have to we have the understanding of that. And the higher you want to go within that organization, the more you are gonna have to give up. So understand that when an organization is large, there are more people in there and the higher you wanna go within that organization means the more that you're gonna actually have to give up. Because here's why, there are a ton of people that are competing for that same position. There are a ton of people that are competing for that same opportunity. And so I often look at, looked at it in this context the more I was willing to sacrifice my time to learn more about me to learn more about the company, to learn more about the role, to learn more about the lead, about leadership, to learn more about what the, uh, what my boss could potentially want to learn more about the market that I, the new market that I was going to be entering into. The more I spent time in, in, in uh, studying the, the competition, the more I, I spent time in studying the categories that were actually going to sell extremely well, the more I spent time focusing on payroll, All these different sacrifices of my time, guess what? I was putting the work in and other people weren't putting that work in. And so the sacrifices that I had to make were more and or they're commensurate with the level of the organization and also the role that you actually have. The bigger the role, the bigger the sacrifice. Understand that. As here's Here's another phrase that I like. Um... A leader must give up to go up, right? We just, we just kind of talked about that a little bit. But let me, let me delve into that one a little deeper. <sighs> when, you, when you want to go to the next level, there are people that you are going to have to pass. There are people that you are going to have to leave, meaning some of your team, um, and then there's also some of your peers. And when you are going up, there are things that you would need to leave. So when you start to sacrifice, when you start to think about going up, one of the things pe- one of the things that I want you to understand, and this is super important, is that when you when you go to the next level, you have to leave something. Okay, my friends. So let me ask you a question. Are you ready for your performance review or did you already receive your performance review and you're, you still weaning for clarity for, for that score. And also for the comments that you received, no matter how good or how bad you think you did, I want to help you survive, but more importantly, I want to help you thrive through what we affectionately call make a move season. It's happening right now. And it's directly tied to your review. Can I tell you a little secret? Just here, listen in. You've got to be ready for what may come your way. You have to start setting yourself up for what you want to have happen next. To be very honest, you have more control over your success than you think you do. But you can't take this decision lightly. And to be honest, you need help getting to your best next. Our make a move clarity cause provide, well, they, that's exactly what they provide. They provide clarity, clarity on where you are and how do you get to your best next. So make sure that you click the link in the show notes to grab a time so that we can talk and I'll see you soon. You have to leave a standard you have to leave a, an axiom. You have to leave a mindset. You have to leave a mentality, right? And, and part of that leaving leaving that is because when you go to the next level, you want to give something away of yourself to that, that prior team that is going to help catapult you to the next level, and that's going to get you started in your new role, a lot of times we are so fixated on sacrificing things that are just inconsequential, and that when we get to the next level, we haven't really built a solid foundation of who we are and our legacy that we're that we're actually leaving from from one spot to the next. And guess what? We end up um, not having the same impact and effect that we will that we would have. Um, at the new level, if we didn't sacrifice, if we didn't give something of ourselves away and leave something for the generation behind us, that is so big in the pie in the sky things. I know that's what you're probably saying, but it's so true. I have found that the more I give myself away, you know, at my current role, how much easier it makes, it makes it for me to um, accept things at my new role. And what I mean by accept is that I accept that the team that is, I mean, going to inherit may not like me, but guess what? They have to respect my, my track record. They have to respect the legacy that I've left. They have to respect the time that I've given up in order to know who they are, what they're about and what we're going to be doing together as a team. Okay. Okay. So the first one was organized, or excuse me, the first one was the larger the, larger the organization, the more the sacrifice. The number two saying was, um, a leader must give up to go up. And number three, here's number three. Am I making excuses or am I unwilling to make the sacrifices to get me from where I am to where I want to be? Excuses are are um our excuses are an enemy to your success. They they just they just really are. They just really are. You have to be willing in order to make an improvement in your life, you have to be willing to sacrifice something. You know, your time, your money, if 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 you're looking to go to the next level. One of the things that I realized that I needed kind of in my midway through my career was actually a coach was someone to help me understand Steve a little bit more. But here's the most important thing that they did for me. They, they, they reduced my learning curve in, in, in years, the things that I learned about myself and my position. And then my next position, um, I learned in months, not not years because as i was able to cut through the clutter of things that i didn't want to listen to and things that i didn't want to hear and started to listen more the more i was able to absorb the more i was able to learn and internalize and then from an internalization standpoint turn that outward as an expression of um activity um communication and um i guess i want to say loyalty to to my team and those are the things that are invaluable sacrificing money in order to get a coach to move your your existence as a leader forward is something that you really have to think about, um, and it's something that you have to kind of weigh the pros and cons, but I'm telling you, it's it's invaluable when you have the right person, because they will help you reduce the level of excuses associated with getting you to the next level, because the tendency is that when we see something that we really want, it's super hard it becomes super hard. It almost becomes super, almost insurmountable if we start to dwell on it too much, but helping getting someone to help you get your thoughts together is, is invaluable to where you are and who you are as a leader. All right. I hope you are ready for this. I'm going to go through these. I typically have three, but I'm going to go through these. Um, it's it's five. Is it five? It's six I think. Six things retail leaders need to sacrifice. Number one, you gotta sacrifice your ego. Leaders leaders of influence, they don't focus on titles or even accolades. They are focused on impacting people. So you have to sacrifice your ego. First and foremost, if you're not doing that, guess what? This is foundational to everything else that we are going to be talking about with all these other sacrifices. Sacrificing your ego is the hardest thing because a lot of times, especially if you've been with organizations for a while, there is a tendency to feel like you um, you are owed this position or that uh, someone promised you this position five, six years ago, and you are still bitter about that. I've heard that before. I've seen it a ton. Um, In my experience, you are so bent out of shape because someone offered you something, but you didn't take the necessary steps in order to go and achieve it. So number one is sacrificing your ego. And number two should kind of be easy to understand. Number two is sacrificing your time. As a leader, we ultimately must invest our time. At both uh, the planned and the unexpected moments into the lives of those we lead, you know, growth honestly it demands um, more of ourselves. We by sacrificially mentoring uh, a person to think as 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 we would want them to think. I have this. This is why I moved into coaching was because. I was mentoring and um, talking to people so much throughout my career. Uh, people would just find me and they were like, hey, so-and-so. Talked, so-and-so said they talked to you and maybe you can help me out. And it just it just became overwhelming. Um, and so I realized that, you know, God gave me a gift. And so I started to utilize it and I started charging uh, for it. And I, I haven't really looked back, but I – Initially, it was just sacrificing my time in order to give back to people who wanted to learn more about leadership and who they were, and so I can help them move forward. So, number two, if you're not sacrificing your time, then you're not looking to go up. Number three, oh, guess was this is a this was a tough one. This was a tough one. Sacrifice per- perfection. You have to sacrifice perfection. Leaders, you understand that that perfection is subjective are better uh, support systems for their team. Understand that. When we start to look at things that our team will put out, the initial iteration is probably not going to be great. But over time, as they start to gel and start to realize, and plus with feedback, whatever it is that they're doing, it starts to come off a lot better. We have to make sure that we are giving them the ability and the the bandwidth so that they can grow into this measure of or mindset of perfecting, not perfect, but perfecting means that it's 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 continuous. There's no end result. There's no end to it. You as a person, you are you should be constantly becoming or perfecting who you are, your craft, and all of that because. Um, you will never get your PhD in leadership because as a lead, you, yeah, you get your physical PhD, but mentally as a leader, you should always be growing. You should always be trying to achieve and perfect your craft and your, uh, your competency as a leader. You're listening to retail leadership with Steve worthy. Number four, sacrifice control. (sighs) This is tough. This is tough. These first, these number three and number four stuff leaders, um, they have to master the art of delegation, you know, to build productive and self-sufficient teams, um, that are empowered to make decisions. If you are not looking to sacrifice control at certain points in your career, you're going to drive yourself batty. You are going, but more importantly, you're going to drive your team crazy. Because then their mindset is that I can't do anything um, without Steve say so. I can't do, um, um, I can't make a decision without running it past Steve. And guess what? The entire Your entire store, your entire district, your entire region, everything gets stuck because they are waiting for you as the quote-unquote leader to approve everything. And you have a delegated power to the necessary powers that be in order for them to make a decision for their business that is going to be impactful and that's actually going to help move the business forward. So you have to be willing to sacrifice control. Uh what was that for number five? Oh my gosh. Sacrifice pretenses. This is this okay, this is a pet peeve of mine. You know, most, the most influential leaders are authentic. These, you know, these leaders understand the importance of building and building trust within the organization and they focus on developing and positioning others to succeed, not just themselves. So, pretenses. Oh, I, I can't stand these leaders. I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to give it to you how it is. I can't stand these leaders, these type of leaders. Um, They are disingenuous. They do things so that everybody could look at them. They give their team something to do. The team succeeds at it. But when the boss comes, they take credit. They, um, they poach you for ideas and they utilize your ideas and they don't give you credit for it. And you're sitting, I, I, I'm sorry. I know it sounds mean or whatever it could be. I don't really care. Um, because this is the real world of leadership and it happens. It has happened to me throughout my career where a great idea that I have spoken to my boss, uh, about, and next thing you know, that idea is being bubbled up to their boss and their boss's boss, and they're taking a hundred percent credit for it. Um, I have witnessed it and I have called to the carpet, many times a boss who has done that. Um, And I've, I've spurned some relationships in doing that because they felt that they had ownership of the idea because you were their subordinate and that you've, they felt that they could just utilize the idea and not give someone credit. That is the worst thing that you can do as a leader. These pretenses, this this disingenuous Mindset of thinking that you're you are it's all about you it's not about you it's about the team it is about your team man it is about your team and what it what they accomplish together through you through your influence and if man and if you they give you an idea, the worst thing you can do is to not give them credit for that idea. Can you tell that this is a, this is sort of a um A thorn in my side. It's a it's a it's a it's a sticky point for me because i I don't do that. I don't. I've never done that as a leader, even in my young years, where I, because because being in the Air Force, you know you you know you may have a great idea, but as it it doesn't matter how great the idea is you have to accomplish it together as a team. So the team mentality for me was always there. And then when I started going to the private sector and utilizing leadership concepts, I for me, I always, I always knew it was around the team. And I know some people weren't taught that way. I know some people feel that they have to position themselves um, to appear to be better than they are in order to get a leg up. And I feel sorry for those leaders. I really do. I've helped them. many of those leaders kind of um, climb down off their ivory, ivory tower in order to understand that they are hurting people, right They're, you know you lead people right you manage processes, and you are hurting people that you lead by not giving them the, the credit that they deserve that and this and here's the other thing that these people could be looking for a promotion and that one idea that that you provided could have been like their key it could have been the story that they told um uh during the interview process but you took that idea or or you didn't give enough credit and credence to that idea so stop the pretenses sacrifice the pretenses sacrifice your own um uh clout if you will or clout chasing and make sure that you are giving the credit to your team. All right, number six: sacrifice power plays. I apologize, guys. I know this one's a little—it's—it's it's a little longer. Um, I'm going to get to the North Star here in a second, but it, this is a very important law, and I want to make sure you guys get this one. So, sacrifice power plays. Uh, we have already determined that egoing pretenses are, are not characteristics of sacrificial leadership. We've already done that, but neither are power plays. Leaders with an impact focus more on influencing others than their, excuse me, others with empathy, respect, and authority versus the power or the authority of the role. So understand that I, I I love this. I wrote this down, so that's why it, it sounds like I'm reading because I am. It is leaders, leaders with an impact, focus more on influencing others with their empathy, respect, and authority, versus their power or authority of their role. This is a, this is all about this is all about positional leadership. This thing. So we said talking about power players, we're talking about positional leaders who are so ingratiated to their role as a leader that they forget the actual idea of leading and being a leader um, because they are so focused in on the power, They're so focused in on the power that the role provides them, the access that the role gives them, the money that the role provides for them. And so they become beholden to the position, they become beholden to the role. And that is something that we have to make sure as leaders that we are getting, our, are getting ourselves around, that we are not being um, beholden, that we're not being um, um, praising the, the role. That is, that is the worst thing you can do for the role and also for your team because your team will read right through it and you will not garner any respect whatsoever. They will realize and and see right through the fact that you are more concerned about the role than you are with them. I got to tell you that people are smart. People are willing to be led by, by leaders who want to lead them through authenticity, sacrifice, and respect. If you are not doing this, if you are not even even the cart attendants that are outside, one of the one of the best things that I, I, I ever done was that whenever I walked into um you know flew into a market or um when I parked the car, I always parked a little farther away. Um Always did that, and I looked at the entire store, you know, from you know the customer's eyes, and then the, one of the first things I always did was I always talked to the card attendant. I always spoke to the card attendant. I always said hello to to that to that individual, because they are a massive part of a customer's I guess first experience is when how clean the carts are, or actually just having the availability to get a cart is so important. And so I often got really positive feedback from that. And it was just something that I realized, I didn't do it to get the feedback. I just did it because I realized that my role um, was to visit people and to connect with people, not so much just to visit the store, but to visit the people and to see how they're doing. And then once we, once we have a good understanding and understanding of where they are now, how can I help you move from where you are to where you need to be? So number six was sacrificing the power play. We're going to move right into the North star. Okay. 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 It is time for the North star. Steve, you've been talking for a while now and you're like, okay, dude, what does this mean to me? How does this play out in my life with it? How do I know that this is working? How do I see myself in everything that you have spoken about? Okay, so I got a statement and then um three points for my north star. Success requires sacrifice. I know this is such a it's such a, a blanket statement and you hear it all the time and I try my Best to provide original sometimes some for the most part original thoughts, but this one I just I, I just couldn't get away from because it's just so true Sac- success requires sacrifice any measure of success that you have that your team has it is going to require sacrifice, so that is fundamental if you can understand that first that's the first piece of the North star is that you have to understand. That if we are going to succeed as a team, somebody, first of all, me, is that we're going to have to have and execute some measure of sacrifice for something. All right. So the three points here. Number one, uh, those who sacrifice the most um, have the fewest regrets. And they tend, here's the other thing, they tend to not be concerned with the outcome. All right, so I know you're like, dude, dude, but this is a business. So how can I? How are you telling me not to be concerned or not concerned with the outcome? And what I mean by that is that when you give something away of yourself, of thoughts, um, t- your time, you're not looking for anything in return, right? If anything you're looking for, you're looking for people to pay it forward, but you're not looking for anything in return. When you sacrifice your time and your knowledge to help, you know, appear or to help someone on your team um interview prep or help them, you know, order something, uh, help them get ready for a, a big visit or something like that, right? You're sacrificing your time. You're sacrificing your knowledge. You may be sacrificing lunch or whatever it may be but you're not really looking for anything in return. So when you sacrifice a lot, right, you you have the fewest regrets. You realize that people are actually going to be so much better after we've had this conversation or actually after I've given them whatever it is that I need to give them. So that's number one. And this is, we just talked about this earlier. You are unconsciously focus more about the responsibility of leadership than the reward. Okay. So we talked about there are two reasons why leaders get into leaders want to lead. It's either the reward or the responsibility. There, there are probably some other ones, but I, let me know in the comments and let me know your thoughts, What you think they are, but I always say the leaders, leadership, it's either you're focused on the responsibility or the reward. So if you're sacrificing more and you have a desire to sacrifice, you're so much, you're so much more focused on the responsibility aspect of leadership than the, are the, reward, than the reward because you want to make sure that your team has everything that they need to be successful. And so when you do that, that's where better outcomes actually start to generate and that's where they actually come from. All right, and then the last one. Your level of self-sacrifice, this is a good one. Your level of self-sacrifice is in direct correlation with your level or sense of connectedness or belongingness to the group you lead. (sighs) Right? think about this as a parent. The more you give up and sacrifice for your kids and 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 they get more out of whatever that sacrifice is that you've provided right so if you sacrifice more time to work a little harder the benefit is more money the ability to get sneakers shoes go to college all these different things and so there is a, a reciprocity you know piece that kind of takes place when you are sacrificing for your team there there is a low of of connectedness that um that gets created because you are sacrificing for your team and if your team is smart and then worth any anything they understand that you are sacrificing for them you are sacrificing your time um your money and your efforts in order to help them out however That level of connectedness and appreciation is commensurate with the level of your willingness to sacrifice and take responsibility. So please understand that when you are, when you feel connected to your team, guess what? You may be sacrificing, you know, a lot more than you anticipated. And I don't mean that in a negative context, but when you don't feel close to your team or you don't feel close to someone, check your, check your, um uh, check your rationale. Check your reasoning for doing things. You may want to reevaluate that. If you're not feeling connected with certain people, I'm not saying this is true 100% of the time, but for the most for the most part it really is. You know, as a retail leader, you can struggle with this idea and concept of self-sacrifice. Because it's something that they don't talk to you about in orientation. They don't talk to you a lot about in even even in um uh leadership books or if you go on to college, they don't really talk about sacrificing as a leader. One of the things that we have learned in our overall experience is to help leaders understand how to embrace the idea and concept of self sacrifice in order to get in order to get promoted in order to actually have a better leadership journey and a leadership life in order to help their people become better. We have done this with one-on-one and also group coaching and also helping people with their interviewing skills in order for them to be the best person that they can be and actually nail the interview process so that they can get the job we are here to help you worthy the retail you we're here to help you with your concepts of self-sacrifice of understanding where you are so that you can get the most out of your retail journey we ask that you connect with us there's a link in there's a link below called make a move if that is something that you're willing or you're thinking about doing because it is make a move season um here uh here in, in retail where you are looking for the next opportunity to either go up, move on or move out of the organization, we are here to help. So connect with us on the link within the description called Make a Move. We thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was a lot longer than some of our other ones. I apologize, Um, but but it, it was super important. And I wanted to make sure that I got all of this stuff out to you. So if you had to listen to this in two parts, God bless you. If you listen to this all the way through, I appreciate you even more. We have three more to go and um, we're going to get after them. So that way you can have the best information possible to help you with your retail leadership journey. This is Steve Worthy. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and God bless. Okay, okay, okay. Before you go, before you go, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being a massive part of Retail Leadership with Steve Worthy. I got to tell you the ideas, concepts, and also the challenges that you guys face out there as retail leaders. You know, it keeps us going. It is the fuel that helps us um, create these podcast episodes. And we just want to thank you so much. Please, if you have more ideas and things that you're dealing with or struggling with that you want to hear about, let us know as well. Also, if you're interested in working with Worthy Retail, let us know. If you want to learn more about the campus, we have links in the description as well. So, hey, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great day and God bless.